You're very quiet. Ask what you need to ask. How... How did you get here? I told you. I was like you. I was a girl who had bad dreams. Dreams like mine? The same. Then... You aren't the only one they've done this to. But you're the closest they've gotten. Technology has finally caught up with theology. I don't understand. You do. Stop pretending. Stop lying. Lying to me, to yourself. I can't help you if you lie. Explain it then. What have these these people, what have they done to me, turned me into? Who are they? They're... A church. They worship their goddess of war, of fate and destiny, the woman of many faces, the goddess of no true face. The three sisters made one. The Morrigan, I know that much. They tell stories, parables, of battlefields bathed in blood, tribute to her. She would become a cloud of crows and black out the sky before descending on the remains of her enemies. How do you know all this? When she was twelve, the girl I used to be began having strange dreams. Her father had died and the girl didn't know it at the time. But her mother had met someone new. A woman. And that woman began to insert herself into their lives bit by bit. First it was innocuous. A dinner at the house that turned into a breakfast. A weekend away in a posh hotel. But it grew. And grew until there was barely a minute of the day when the new woman didn't make her presence felt. The girl saw how happy her mother was. Happy in a way she'd never been before. But the girl knew something was not right about this new woman. The food in their home had begun to taste strange. She could hear what sounded like music in her room at night, but no matter how hard she searched, she couldn't find the source. All the while... The girl's mother was drifting farther and farther away. What had begun as a new joy in her life was beginning to turn inwards. She was nervous, anxious all the time. She began to talk less, smile less. She'd started to skip work, sometimes for days at a time, until one day they told her not to come back. The girl's own dreams had become more pervasive, too. She couldn't sleep. She dare not, for fear of what waited for her when she closed her eyes. Black clouds, hanging over blood-soaked fields. 
mazes of stone hallways. The constant screeching and flapping of wings. And her. You've seen her too. Doesn't everyone see her? Black as pitch. Wet and writhing and terrible. The girl I used to be would wake up and forget and then continue along in her blissful ignorance not knowing that when she fell asleep it was there. Feeding on her every desire, every fantasy, every secret thought. What happened to the girl? Her dreams got worse. She stopped forgetting. She stopped sleeping almost altogether. There's only so long the body can go without sleep before you start to hallucinate. It wasn't long before the things she'd been so afraid of in her nightmares began to follow her through the void today. The woman, the woman her mother had been seeing, left. Vanished one day. Her mother arrived home to find her lover's things gone and it hit her so hard she cracked. Like an old mirror. She was never the same. But it wasn't long before she began to see things clearly again. Or as clear as she could. Her mother had the girl placed in psychiatric care. Isolation. People like to think we've stopped that sort of thing. That you hear they've found enough babies and enough bogs to grow a little empathy. But it still happens. Every day. I'm so sorry. It wasn't you who did it. It wasn't me it happened to. It was the girl I used to be. You keep saying that. Who are you now? A casualty of war. How did you get here? Do you know where here is? We're where we're supposed to be. How I got here, well... You've already seen it. What do you mean? What did you dream last night? I'd rather not. I already know. I just need you to tell me. I need to hear it. From someone else who saw. Alright. Alright. I... I, it's, It's weird. It didn't feel like one of my normal dreams. If I can call them that. I... It was like I woke up in the dream, like literally, I woke up in a bed strapped down. There were people standing over me, nurses, a doctor, I think. One of them had a clipboard and was ticking things off. They were talking, but I couldn't make out what they were saying. There was a light in my face and they were talking to each other like I wasn't there. They were, it felt like they couldn't see me. 
I remember one of the nurses, a man, he said something and all the others laughed. <laughs> like a big stupid laugh. Like there was nothing happening. Like I wasn't screaming. I was screaming. There was a mask covering your mouth. Stopping you from making noise. How did you know that? Then he came in. So smug. He had all the answers. He ordered the others out of the room. And then it was only him left. Standing over you. I heard... I heard the door lock. The latch turning. And it was like a drawbridge going up. He took something out of his jacket. A syringe. And he placed the needle to your neck. Oh God. And you felt warmth spread from that point through your whole body. Boiling your blood. This is what he did to you. And in the final moments, as you hovered between the waking world and the other side, you thought of one thing. Fire. Recorded at 10.05 a.m. November 27th, 2016. And recording. Okay, say hello. I'm driving. Right. And I'm recording. We're documenting our adventure. Can you stop treating this like a game? Lucy is still missing. I'm... I need you to take this seriously. I'm not... Sorry. Sorry, you're right. I'm just... I can see how wound up you are is all, and I guess... Probably not the best way to lighten the mood. No, 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 it's fine. Sorry, it's just... This whole thing is just... Stressful, I guess. Do you know where we're meeting her? Cafe in the town centre. Still about 40 minutes till we get there. What do we say to her? I mean, is she really going to know anything we don't? This all happened to her ten years ago, and she still hasn't found her daughter. Well, her daughter's dead, right? And Lucy is the type of girl to run off with an older man. That's... you know what I mean. Look, let's just figure it out when we get there. Turn the radio up. her. Diane? Oh, hello. You must be Adam, yes? Uh, close. He's Adam. I'm Brian. Right, of course. You look more like an Adam. Right. Uh, thank you for taking the time to talk to us. I, I know this must be difficult for you. Oh, no. From what you said on the phone, it sounded like, well, I want to help however I can. We really appreciate it. 
So you said you had some pictures? Someone you wanted me to identify? Uh, yeah, um... Uh, here. Can you tell us who this man is? That's... Oh my... Then you do recognize him. That's Claire's doctor, but... That can't... He looks so much older. We think that this man, Philip Moore, may have been going under a different name when you knew him. I don't understand this. Are you you all right? Do you need maybe a glass of water? Tea? He died. There was a funeral. I I was at the funeral. Did you see the body? Adam. I... Please. We think he may have kidnapped our friend. We need to know. It was a closed casket. We... Do you know where he lived? Did he have any family? Adam. I... Answer me. Do you know anyone named Denise Falvey? This was a mistake. Do not contact me again. Oh, please. We, we Leave just... Leave me alone. You trick me into coming here. You bombard me with questions about the worst time in my life. You bring up... You bring up her. What did she have to do with any of this? I don't care. You can all go rot. I hope you're proud of yourself. I'll be in the car. Wheel her outside. What are you doing? Do you really? Ronan, we are not discussing this. You have done enough creative thinking. Now, wheel her Outside. Yes, sir. Claire! Lucy. Where are you taking her? Lucy, I'm going to require that you stay silent. No, no, stop it! I don't want to hurt Lucy, you. let me go. It's Where all right. are you taking this her? This is what's supposed to happen. Enough of this! Ronan, restrain stop. her. Lucy! Let go of me, Claire! You know what you need to know stop. now. Remember. <laughs> Lucid is written by Liam Cuthbert and based on work by Liam Cuthbert and Emmett O'Brien. Episode 9, The Other, featured the voice talents of Marie O'Donovan as Lucy, Una O'Brien as Claire, Shane Corcoran as Adam, Luke Jason Farrell as Brian, Lucy O'Connell as Diane, Dara Keating as Dr. Moore, Darren McDonnell as Ronan, and me, Liam Cuthbert as the voice of the credits, with thanks to Kira O'Brien as the voice of time. Our theme music is Colopsia by Murren Joyce Hearn. Mixing and editing for season two by Liam Cuthbert. Recording by Brendan Morris, with special thanks to Luke Jason Farrell and Joe Canary. Production assistance by Christopher Hopcraft. Special thanks go to Emmett O'Brien, Aoife Byrne, Alison McCarthy, Alex Herlihy, Johnny Hanrahan, Irene O'Mara, Maria Young, Keith Clancy, David Slevin, Aoife Cattle, the staff of CIT Cork School of Music, Oliver Pemble, Alex Herlihy, Christopher Hopcraft, Karen Pearson, Murren Joyce Hearn, Murren Nee Ryleigh, Quiva Brown, Claire Regan, 
as well as all those who helped make this project a reality. Lucid is recorded in CIT Cork School of Music in Cork City, Ireland. Like the show? Review us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Find us online at www.lucidpodcast.com or follow us on social media. Just search Lucid. That's L-U-C-Y-D. We'll be back in two weeks with episode 10, The Hound. And now, a limerick. In her visions, she saw fields of wheat beneath skies so heavy with heat. Overhead circled spies, pointed beaks, glinting eyes, eyes that you ought never meet.